0: It is Friday, April 28th at 6.31 p.m. Welcome to the Spirit of Prophecy Church Bible Study, where we do something really unusual. We read the Bible. (laughs) 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 And, despite trying to drag the men in here, we have four ladies tonight, but probably some other stragglers will come drifting in here momentarily. Anyway, we're on page 45. In your all-American church hymnal, for those of you out there, oh great, I lost the place. Uh, It looks like this, if you want to follow along. Okay, yeah, very good, thank you, yeah. Okay, we're going to sing two blood songs tonight, and I'm going to put it on this mic, so hopefully it doesn't sound like I'm doing a solo here, and you ladies have to sing so you can drown me out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, all right, this is, uh, I, I think, that's E-G-B. So that's a B-flat. I think I'm doing it right.
1: <laughs> Would you be free from the, the, burden the burden of sin? sin. There's, There's power in the blood, the power in the blood. blood. Would you or evil a victory win? There's wonderful power in the blood. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, 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 wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb too. Would you be free from your passion and pride? There's power in the blood, power in the blood. Come for a cleansing to Calvary side. There's wonderful power in the blood. There is power, power, wonder working power in the blood of the lamb. There is power, power, wonder working power, the power, power, power in the precious blood of the lamb for Would you do service for Jesus our King? There's power in the blood. Power in the blood would you live daily his praises to sing there's wonderful power in the blood there is power power wonder-working power in the blood of the lamb there is power power wonder-working power in the precious blood of the lamb 24 in the blood of the lamb
0: 124. Are you washed in the blood? One, two, four. One, two, four. One, two, four. It looks like this. It has a one. A two. And then a two. Oh my
2: goodness. And then a four.
0: Okay. F, A. I think that's the key. A. Right? F F, A. That would be an A flat. I think.
1: I think that's the way you do it. Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb too? Are you walking daily in the Savior's side? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Do you rest each moment in the crucified? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you washed in the blood? In the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb. Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? For lay aside the garments that are stained with sin. And be washed in the blood of the Lamb. There's a fountain flowing for the soul unclean. Oh, be washed in the blood of the Lamb. Are you washed? you in the blood,
3: in
2: the, the soul-cleansing oh,
1: blood, blood of the Lamb. Of the Lamb. Are, are your, your garments, garments spotless, spotless or are they white as snow? Are you washed, washed in the blood, blood of the, of the Lamb. Lamb? In the blood of the Lamb. <laughs> <awesome>. Hey, we, <laughs> used to,
0: we used to really get to singing that. Uh, I think I'm, I'm not certain that I switched over. Did I switch over the mic? Yeah. Okay, great. <clears throat> all right, let's pray. First of all, Lord, you said... That wherever two more are gathered in your name, there you are in the midst of them, we ask your anointing to be with us tonight. We know that you are eternal and endless, and so is your word, and no one can truly understand it except the Holy Spirit reveals it to them. Wisdom and might are yours, you change at the times and seasons, you removeth kings and setteth up kings, and you giveth wisdom to the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. You revealeth the deep and secret things. You knoweth what is in the darkness, and the light dwelleth with you. And We ask that you would give us your knowledge and your skill and your understanding. Help us to see deep within your word, and to understand and to remember. Our heart is to know your word, and to follow your word, and be pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Okay, so we were in John. We finished John chapter 6, so we'll start John chapter 7 tonight. That's on page 177. (laughs) <laughs> she paused I got her to pause like oh really <laughs> well,
3: you have a Bible.
0: <laughs> I thought they are all the same
3: well
2: technically
0: yes, same. <laughs> okay John chapter 7 <clears throat> now again you don't have to read but uh, what, what we'll do is uh, I'll read a chapter and we'll pause and discuss and then the next volunteer will read, and there's nobody. I mean, I'm happy to read the whole thing. After these things, Jesus walked in Galilee, for he would not walk in Jewry because the Jews sought to kill him. That's a very good idea. You know, a lot of people are afraid to walk in Chicago and New York because they're afraid of being killed. Now the Jews' Feast of Tabernacles was at hand. All right, what's the Feast of Tabernacles? This is where they were told, I don't know, maybe we should go and read it. But this is where they were told, uh, remember they had to live in tents basically for 40 years. So the last feast is helping them to remember that they had to live in a tent for 40 years. But the ultimate fulfillment of that is out here when Jesus returns. Out here, the fe- this is the feast of atonement. That's the judgment for the dead. This is the judgment for all those in Christ. And then this is the Feast of Tabernacles. This is when I John saw the holy city in New Jerusalem coming down from heaven out of, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for a husband. And then it appears again out here, the Feast of Tabernacles. It's the last feast. and I might add, also, when we have seen Jesus when our, we are in our glorified body, it is the only, one of the seven feasts that we keep through all eternity. And we don't have to worry about it because the nations are the ones that have to do the traveling. And they travel up to the New Jerusalem, and if they don't, they don't get any rain that year. So that's, here's the, that's the feast they're talking about. Now the Jews' feast of tabernacles was at hand. His brethren therefore said unto him, Depart hence and go into Judea that thy disciples also may see the works that thou doest. For there is no man that doeth anything in secret, and he himself seeketh to be known openly. If thou do these things, show thyself to the world. Now, what's different about verse 4 than what we see the devil do? (coughs) Because the devil is the guy that works behind the curtains. Mm -hmm. Okay, like in the Wizard of Oz, that's a pretty good picture. Mm -hmm. The devil is the one that works under the table, behind the back. He's always hiding under a rock. He is the most subtle beast of the field. He doesn't come to the front door. Instead, he tries to sneak in a window or the back door. So, it's saying exactly the opposite. For there is no man that doeth anything, verse 4, in secret. In other words, when when the Lord works, when he works and those things he does, he doesn't do them in secret. Um, you know, we, put a, we have a, a church up, and it has a sign, and it says, this is a church, uh, but you know, the, the, the Satanists don't put up churches. They don't put up signs. They don't do things in the open. They don't do things in the light. They do it in the darkness. Mm-hmm. There's no man that doeth anything in secret, and he himself seeketh to be known openly. If thou do these things, show thou thou so to the world. There's another scripture where Jesus said, what I do, I do openly. <clears throat> Verse 5. For then he, neither did his brethren believe in him. The Jesus uh, Then Jesus said unto them, My time is not yet come. But for your time is always ready. In other words, you can start winning souls anytime. The world cannot hate you, but me it hates, because I testify of it that the works thereof are evil. Go ye up unto this feast. I go not up yet unto this feast, for my time is not yet full come. Meaning, there will be a time later, another feast, when he will ride the donkey in. But this time he's saying, this is not my feast. I'm not to ride in on the, the donkey this time. And which is a picture of him returning on the feast of trumpets riding a white horse. Okay, so he rides in a donkey and they crucify him outside the city. And the next time he comes, it's on a white horse and he destroys them outside the city by the wine press. Verse 8: Go ye up into this feast, I go not up into this feast, for my time has not yet come full. When he had said these words unto them, he abode still in Galilee. But when his brethren were gone up, then went he also up into the feast, not openly, but as it were in secret. Then the Jews sought him at the feast and said, Where is he? And there was much murmuring among the people concerning him, for some said, He is a good man. Others said, Nay, but he deceiveth the people. Howbeit no man spake openly of him for fear of the Jews. Now about the midst of the feast, Jesus went up into the temple and taught. And the Jews marveled, saying, How knoweth this man letters, having never learned? In other words, how is it he knew the writings of God, but he had not been off to the Jewish schools learning what they taught? Because... (laughs) There is a way to where we could just read the Bible ourselves and learn it ourselves. I might add being in a good Bible study is better because I've seen people get off into some error off by themselves anyway <clears throat> verse eighteen uh, no excuse me seventeen. Yeah. If any man will do this, if any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine where whether it be of God or whether it be try again. If any man will do this, (laughs) third time, if any man will do his will, he shall know of doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. He that speaketh of himself seeketh his own glory, but he that seeketh his glory that sent him, the same is true, and no unrighteousness is in him. Did not Moses give you the law, and yet none of you keepeth the law? Why go ye about to kill me? The people answered and said, Thou hast the devil, who goeth about to kill thee? Jesus answered and said unto them, I have done one work, and ye all marvel. Moses therefore gave unto you circumcision, not because it is of Moses, but of the fathers. And ye on the Sabbath day circumcise a man. If a man on the Sabbath day receives circumcision, that the law of Moses should not be broken, Are you angry at me because I have made a man every whit whole on the Sabbath day? Judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Then said he, some of them of Jerusalem, Is not this he whom they seek to kill? But lo, he speaketh boldly, and they say nothing to him. Do the rulers know indeed that this is the very Christ? Howbeit we know this man hence whence he is, but when Christ cometh, no man knoweth whence he is. So they're saying, you know, they're seeking this Christ to try to kill him. Here he is, but they're not saying anything about it. And the thing I think that's interesting about that is that God controls the heart and the attitude of everyone. And if he doesn't want our southern border to be porous, that will come in. But there's a scripture that says that he will fill her with men as with caterpillars. And that's what's happening to our southern border. Matter of fact, all over. the, He's just bringing a lot of evil from a lot of, bringing our enemies in inside our border, <coughs> into the gates. Oh, where was I? 28? Yeah. <laughs> then cried Jesus in the temple as he taught, saying, You both know me, and you know whence I am, and I am not come of myself, but he that sent me is true, whom you know not. But I know him, for I am from him, and he has sent me. Then sought they to take him, but no man laid hands on him, because his hour was not yet. Can't do anything unless Jesus approves it. And that's true today. Uh, they can't use scalar wave to try to cause the, there was supposed to be a big hailstorm tonight, I guess, yeah, you know yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I saw that, yeah,
0: I think people prayed.
2: Yeah.
0: And... You know, he's given us power and authority over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and that includes their scalar wave trying to destroy us. Then they sought to take him, but no man laid hands on him because his hour has not yet come. And many people believed on him and said, "When Christ cometh, will he do more miracles than these which this man hath done?" See, they're they're seeing that that, that this he's he's doing some things like the Christ ought to be doing, but they aren't. Totally accepting, accepting him yet as Christ. Kind of like right now, we have Byron Surley, Vicky Goforth Parnell, and Terry Bennett, all three saying that we are now in the tribulation. And yet Stan is saying,
4: <laughs>
0: hold on, we may be, but I still want to see some more. In other words, that, that's a big statement to yeah. say we're in the tribulation. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I'm. <clears throat> I'm seeing a lot of things I expect to happen, <clears throat> when the tribulation comes, but I'm just there's a very big statement. And four, I actually make it. I want to make absolutely certain we're correct. I look at it like this: we got seven years to figure it out. We don't have to figure it out immediately. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> so. So so it, it'll be okay. Um, thirty three, Yeah. The Pharisees heard that the people <laughs> murmur, murmured such things concerning him, and the Pharisees and the chief priests sent officers to take him. Then said Jesus unto them, Yet a little while, and I am with you. And then I go unto him that sent me. Ye shall seek me, and shall not find me. And where I am, thither ye cannot come. Then said the Jews among them, says, Whither will he go, that we shall not find him? Will he go into the dispersed among the Gentiles and teach the Gentiles? What manner of saying is this, that he said, You shall seek me and shall not find me, and where I am thither you cannot come. Of course, he's talking about his death and eternity. <clears throat> 37. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come into me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Now, what is he talking about when he's saying, come to me and drink? Yes, there's the level of he is saying, come to me and accept me and my laws and my ways, and you'll get eternal life. But is there something deeper? Yes. Let's go to Revelation, of course. I think it's twenty-one. Revelation chapter 21. I saw a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and the Lamb. And in the midst of the street, or the, and on either side of it was the tree of life bearing 12 manner fruit. Come on, where is it? Bearing 12 manner fruit. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. <clears throat> Here it is. Yeah, verse uh, 1. 22, Revelation 22. You there? And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and the Lamb. In the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits and yielded fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. Now, let me skip on past to the next one, wherein he that is yes, thirsty, um, ah, seventeen, verse seventeen, and the spirit of the bride say, Come. Let him that heareth say, come. And let him that is a thirst, come. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. Now, who's that talking to? That's talking to everybody. I mean, yeah, we're in our glorified body. If we want to, we can walk up and drink that water. And I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. There's one thing I want to do and taste that water. Clear as crystal. and I believe it's clear as crystal because it's thro- flowing out of the throne of God. And it has the light of life in it. People that have seen that water say that it like glows. It's like it's like looking at diamonds. It's just amazing water. <clears throat> then it says, uh, "Oh, well, I believe what is happening that that water flows out of the throne and it flows down that river as I was talking about there. But then it flows on down into the valley and the nations can also drink of that and." The leaves and that water helps them to heal because they don't have eternal life. Their name is not in the book of life. They can't get it put in the book of life. The book of life is now closed. And let him that is filthy stay filthy still. Let him that is is, is um, unjust be filthy, be unjust still. Let him that is righteous be righteous still. Let him that is holy be holy still. So once Jesus returns here <laughs> at the Feast of Trumpets, the judgment is set. No one else falls away. No one else gets saved. But the nations are those people that did not take the mark of the beast, but they didn't receive Jesus either. So, the member of the Bible says that he that endureth to the end shall be saved. It doesn't mean that saved doesn't mean they get their name in the book of life. It means that. If they endure to the end, they make it to the return of Jesus, even though they didn't take the mark of the beast, even though they didn't receive Jesus, they are allowed to live up to 1,000 years. And in those days, a man shall live to be the age of a tree. If he died at 100 years old, is thought to have died as a, as a child. Um, but at the end of the 1,000 years, then Satan is loosed out of his prison and goes out to deceive the nations that are in the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together. (laughs) And fire comes down out of heaven and devours them, just like the morning star just whoop. So all of the nations, every one of them, he that sins shall have his part in the lake that burns with fire and brimstone. So they are all eventually destroyed, but he allows them to live up to a thousand years. So when he's talking about that water, that's what he's talking about. Huh, okay, uh, thirty-eight. I'll read that again. He that believeth on me, the scriptures has said, out of his belly shall rip flow rivers of living water. And I believe that's the instant that the new that the morning star hits us, and poom, just like that, in the moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, faster than you blink your eyes, you have your mantles, your crowns, your glorified body. You have eternity, and from that moment on. You never sin again, never die again, never hurt again, never cry again, and you are in a, a you are Im, immersed. I kept I couldn't get the word embalmed. I thought, well, that's the wrong word. <laughs> you are immersed in the love of Jesus. Embalmed? Well, not exactly. Thirty nine. But this spake he of the Spirit, which they believe on him should receive, for the Holy Ghost was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified. Many of the people, therefore, when they heard this saying, said of a truth, this is the prophet. So some people were saying this is the prophet that Moses had told them that God would send. 40. Many of the people, therefore, when they had heard this saying of a truth, this this is the prophet. Others said this is the Christ. But some said, shall Christ come out of Galilee... Had not the Scripture said that Christ cometh out of the seed of David and out of the town of Bethlehem where David was? But he did come out of Bethlehem. He did come out of the seed of David. They just didn't know. So there was a division among the people because of him. And some of them would have taken him, but no man laid on him, laid hands on him. In other words, would have taken him and made him the king. Others wanted to kill him. Then came the officers to the chief priests and the Pharisees, and they said unto them, why have not ye bought, you brought him? In other words, why have ye not arrested him and brought him before the, the, the Jews? The officers answered and said, Never mind. Never a man spake like this man. Then answered them, the Pharisees, Are ye also deceived? Have any of the rulers of the Pharisee believed on him? In other words, if they don't believe on him, then you can't believe on him. No. <clears throat> but this people, who knoweth not the law, are cursed. Nicodemus said unto them, He that came to Jesus by night, being one of them, doth our law judge any man before it heareth him and know what he doeth? They answered and said unto him, Art thou also of Galilee? Search, and look, for out of Galilee ariseth no prophet. And every man went unto his own house. Any but, questions or comments? But yeah. isn't where
5: is wheres that uh, verse? And I know it's like I think it's in Isaiah somewhere or Zechariah. Galilee of the nations, although you are in darkness, a great light shall appear.
0: I remember reading that, that. That's the. That it's actually, she didn't have been in more Bible studies.
5: That's in the. That's the prophecy of the Messiah. So they they missed that one.
0: Probably there Isaiah was, uh, fifty-four.
5: Who could, who could, yeah, I was looking at that. So who you know? Hey, how could how could this guy come out of Galilee? Well, there you go. It's there.
0: It was fulfilled. So, that's right.
5: Um, but I, I yeah I was trying to <clears> the address for that one.
0: Okay. Who wants wants to read next? You don't have to read the,
5: the whole chapter. Or
0: well, just see how many verses are in it. And then that we, is a long one. Would That's fifteen. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right. How about if you take the first twenty nine? Sure. Okay, go for it. Okay. Jesus, <clears throat> oh, here.
3: Oh, geez.
0: We have to remember there's other people out there. Do you want me you can me? hold it, or you can lay it. Whatever you want to do?
3: Jesus went out unto the unto the Mount of Olives. And early in the morning he came again into the temple, and all the people came unto him, and he sat down and taught them. And the scribes and Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery, and when they had set her in the midst, they say unto him, Master, this woman has taken in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned, but what sayeth thou? This they said, tempting him, and they might have to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down, and with his finger wrote in, on the ground, as though he heard them not.
0: So I love when, this story. So <clears throat> when
2: they
3: continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. And again he stooped down and wrote on the ground. And they which heard it, being convicted by their own conscience, went out one by one, beginning at the eldest, even unto the last, and Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst. When Jesus had lifted up himself, and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, Woman, where are those thine accusers? Hath no man condemned thee? She said, No man, Lord, and Jesus came unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more." Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world, and he that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life.
0: Okay, now, <clears throat> verse 11 says, no, uh, Let me back up 10. Said unto her, Woman, where are those thine accusers? Hath no man condemned thee? She said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Now, what's he saying by that? Is he saying that you can just go and commit adultery anytime you want to? Is he saying he doesn't condemn it? No. He's saying he condemns it, says that we should not do that. And there's another scripture that says that the the, the man that does that destroys his own soul, soul. So, what he's saying is that in the Old Testament... He, that's, that's the reason Moses got in so much trouble over striking the rock. And I've been to the rock he struck at. I mean, it, it's about four stories high. Because the first time he struck the rock. The second time he was to only speak to the rock. Meaning in the Old Testament, if someone broke the law, he ruled them with a rod of iron. They got struck. They got beat. But in the New Testament, he speaks to their heart. So, what he's saying to the woman, in the Old Testament, yes, they got stoned, hit with the rod. But in the New Testament, he speaks to our heart. In the New Testament, we have the blood of Jesus. And in the New Testament, we can be forgiven and that can be washed away. Much easier. Because in the Old Testament, there was like no forgiveness for that. They were stoned. Now. There's a side of us sometimes that think, well, boy, you know, if they were stoning people that are having sex outside marriage today, that sure would put a screeching halt to it. Yeah, but I'm glad that they don't. <laughs> I'm glad that we have the blood of Jesus yeah. there today, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So what he's, he's, he's saying a lot, it's just that it's going right over the head, most of them. He's saying, then I don't condemn you. In other words, means through him, we can have our sins forgiven. It's still wrong. We're not supposed to do it. And yes, I do believe that there's a place in there where he just turns us over to a reprobate mind to where we'll then just become wicked, which is forming the habit of doing the sin. And they get a conscience, a seared conscience to where the conscious conscience no longer bothers them. You heard people like on some of these shows, they say, well, you know, I went in and interviewed this John Gacy, whatever his name was, that killed all these people, and just has no conscience. I mean, mm-hmm. pass the potatoes or slit someone's throat, it doesn't make any difference to them. It doesn't bother yeah. them anymore. Okay, well, they've reached that point where it just doesn't bother them. You know, to me, if I've done anything, I just want to walk up and say, okay, let me tell you what I did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't stand it on my conscience, anything, you know, it's just... All right, so go ahead. Uh, can I okay. just, no, you can you comment? Yeah.
5: Yes, can I comment on that? Because my understanding, I've heard uh, people talk about this, but the law was to bring both the man and the woman and together stone them both. to be stoned. Mm. So they weren't even following their own mm. law. Because they didn't good bring point. the man with
0: them. Good point. And
5: so Jesus like, mm-hmm. yeah, you just violated
0: the mm. law by mm-hmm.
5: what you did without taking the man. Yeah,
0: I'd As forgotten well, that. Yeah, that's good. Like, good that's point. Like,
5: wow. Those guys
2: <laughs> well, twisted, it is twisted. it
0: is true. Too many times today we want to blame things on the woman. Yeah. And we want to kind of let the guys skate by. And that shouldn't be, you know. Yeah. It was good for the goose, good for the gander, I guess they say. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat>
3: um, the Pharisees therefore said unto him, Thou bearest record of thyself, thy record is not true. Jesus answered and said unto them, Though I bear record of myself, yet my record is true. For I know whence I came and whither I go, but ye not tell whence I came and whither I go. Ye judge after the flesh, I judge no man. And yet if I judge, my judgment is true, for I am not alone, but I and the Father that sent me. It is also written in your law that the testimony of two men is true. I am one that bear witness of myself, and thy Father that sent me beareth witness of me. Then said they unto him, Where is thy father? Jesus answered, Ye neither know me nor my father. If ye had known me, ye should have known my father also. These words spake Jesus in the treasury, and he taught in the temple, and no man laid hands on him, for his hour had not yet come.
0: Okay, do you understand the significance of that? So he's talking, he's really insulting them directly to their face. Mm -hmm. He's saying some very, very hard things. In the temple, (laughs) this is in their court, this is in their territory. He is in their face telling them they are wrong, they're sinners, they don't know the Father, they don't know him, yet they can't touch him. He said, no one takes my life. I lay it down and I take it up. And here he is in among them. They could have arrested him right then, taken to Pilate Got got on with the crucifixion. But they couldn't touch him until he allowed them to. Isn't that amazing? Mm -hmm. Go ahead.
3: Then said Jesus again unto them, I go my way, and ye shall seek me, and shall die in your sins. Whither I go, ye cannot come. Then said the Jews, Will he kill himself? Because he saith, Whither I go, ye cannot come. What what
0: verse are you in again?
3: 22.
0: Okay, go
1: ahead.
3: I'm about to start 23. And he said unto them, Ye are from beneath. And I am from above. Ye are from this world. I am not of this world. I said therefore unto you that ye shall die in your sins. For if ye believe not that I am he, ye shall die in your sins.
0: Wow. Wow. Read that again. Start 21 again.
3: Then said Jesus again unto them, I go my way and ye shall seek me and ye shall die in your sins. Whither I go, ye cannot come. Then said the Jews, Will he kill himself? Because he saith, Whither I go, ye cannot come. And he said unto them, Ye are from beneath, and I am from above. Ye are from this world, I am not of this world. I said therefore unto you, That ye shall die in your sins. For if ye believe not that I am he, ye shall die in your sins.
0: I mean, think about how profound that is. That's. Those are big statements. Yeah. If they had just listened, I don't know, you know, you, you want to believe that someone can hear something like that and say, okay, just like the guy earlier said, no one talks like this. No one speaks like this. He openly said, I'm not of this world. I'm the Christ. He indirectly said it, but he didn't say it. And it wasn't his time. And he was talking to people that wouldn't receive they they they're, they're blind in the spirit go ahead 25
3: then said they unto him who art thou and jesus saith unto them even the same that i said unto you from the beginning i have said many thi- i have many things to say and to judge of you but he that sent me is true and i speak to the world those things which i have heard of him they understand not that he spake to them of the father then said Jesus unto them, When ye have lifted up the Son of Man, that ye sh- that shall ye know that I am he, and that I do nothing of myself, but as my Father hath taught me, I speak these things, and he that sent he- me is with me, Thy- the Father hath not left me alone, for I do always those things that please him.
0: Wow. Any questions or comments? You want to read next?
2: (laughs) It's not a firing squad.
0: (laughs) 30.
6: Thank you. As he spake these words, many believed on him. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed.
1: What? What?
0: Say that again.
6: If ye continue in my word... Then are ye my disciples indeed?
0: I'm sorry, is that saying we should be reading the word? Mm-hmm. So, you know, like going to a Bible study or something like that? <laughs> oh, okay, all right. <laughs> Just to clarify that, go ahead.
6: And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Now,
0: he didn't say set you free, mm-hmm. will make you free.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: What's the difference? I think set free is like okay, so you, you have a bird in your hand, you mm-hmm. open your hand. You set the bird free, but that doesn't mean he flew off. Mm -hmm. But when you make the bird free, it's you, you are free now. You don't have to fly off. You don't have to do anything else. I will make you free. Go ahead.
6: They answered him, we be Abraham's seed and were never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, you shall be made free?
0: Okay, hang on. Is that an accurate statement? Were the Jews never in bondage to any man? No,
2: Jesus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what about even at the very moment? Hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: they were in bondage to the Romans. Mm-hmm. So what do they mean? They're not in bondage.
2: Yeah.
0: Not only that. But if they if they haven't received Jesus, they're in bondage to the devil. So they have the, their their eyes are blinded. Go ahead.
6: Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you. Whosoever committeth sin is a servant of sin, and the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the Son abideth ever.
0: Okay, hang on. First of all, when he says, verily, verily, as we've discussed, that means that this is is repeating. It says on one level, Mm -hmm. but there's also a higher or a deeper level. And then what does he say here? Whosoever committeth sin is a servant of sin. What does that mean? You in your own that. words, what does that mean?
6: You're serving the wrong God? You serve you're in the bondage? God. Yeah, yeah you're in bondage.
0: Okay, let's take, for example, someone that is doing marijuana. Mm-hmm. Okay, we know that's a sin. It's pharmacia. But what happens? It's kind of like glazed potato chips. You can't just eat one, right? Mm-hmm. You get into mm-hmm. addiction. Well, there's a lot of addictions. It's, yes, there's drugs are addicting, there's alcohols that addicting. Women are addicting. Of course, women might say men are addicting. but Lace
2: potato chips <laughs> are addicting.
0: Yeah. In other words, <laughs> we, we become a servant to sin, and when we say yes to it, it becomes increasingly difficult to say no the next time. Mm-hmm. In my case, I don't know that there are drugs out there. Do you know what I'm talking about? I mean, I never, ever have anybody ever walked up to me and offered me any kind of drugs. I never see any drugs. I never smell them. I'm just to me, this whole thing about drugs is—is, is, I mean, I know in theory it's out there. The only time—the what? Oh, yeah, have yeah, Comment. All right. Well, <laughs> our, our our producer here is walking into the comment. In. Just a second. The only time I've ever been offered. Any kind of a drugs was when I was a teenager with my parents walking down to the streets of Juarez, walking by someone, and they went, "Hey, you know, trying to offer mm-hmm. marijuana that 's the only time in my entire life now why is that? I used to be a police officer wasn 't but for just a year as a kid, never carried a gun, never wrote a ticket, never drove a police car, it was an inside job, I answered the phone typing the blotter. Um, Stand. I need to ride on the ground.
2: <laughs> and he stooped
0: and rode on the ground.
5: <laughs>
2: I'm thinking. Okay.
0: Do I want to answer that? Yes, you have a question. You can bail me out of the Step around so the, the camera can
4: see you. So we were talking about addiction and my family my mother and my father were actually addicted to first of all cocaine Mm. Mm. and now i was young and i saw this growing up and then they moved on to crack yeah and i never had a desire to even touch it in fact um i had um tried smoking of course when i was a kid Mm -hmm. my punishment was to eat a pack of cigarettes Never touched you. him again. Yeah, that <laughs> broke you. <laughs> so it. And you got sick. Oh yeah. <laughs> but never touched it again. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So where were we? 36. Did I skip by
0: that okay?
2: <laughs> if
6: the sun therefore. What verse? Thirty-six.
2: 36.
0: Okay.
6: If the sun therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed.
0: What, what does that mean? It means that he's really the only one that is able to forgive sins. Mm-hmm. And when he forgives the sins, they are gone. As far as the east is from the west, mm-hmm. and he never remembers them again. Go ahead.
6: I know that ye are Abraham's seed, but ye seek to kill me, because my word hath no place in you. I speak that which I have seen with my father, and ye do that which ye have seen with your father. They answered and said unto him, "Abraham is our Father. Jesus saith unto him, unto them. If ye were Abraham's children, ye would do the works of Abraham."
0: Wait a minute, aren't they the children of Abraham? You remember Jesus had uh, the disciples, who was in a room with a lot of people, apparently. and the disciples came to the door and said, "Jesus, your mother and your brothers stand outside and want to see to you." And he turned and he said, "Who is my mother?" Who's my brother? And a lot of times, there's another scripture that says there's a friend that, cl- that sticketh closer than a brother. There are Christian brothers and, fris- and sisters that are friends that are more our friends and closer to us than in some cases even our brothers or sisters or mm-hmm. our sons or our daughters or mom yes. and dad. Mm-hmm. There's times where, you know, like I haven't spoken to my oldest son in eh, over two years. I was thinking of it today. no sense in even contacting him until he decides to turn to Jesus because there's just you know we're just not alike. I'm um, with Christ. He is not with Christ and it's how do I say? It's like there's a chunk of ice in the room when he's in the room. you know It's that. I pray for him a lot. And I believe God has, has told me that He's going to get a hold of His heart.
6: Mm. Amen. What verse
0: were we in? Forty. Can we keep going? Well, no, no. Okay. If you're Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. Meaning that when they're a Christian, it's been my observation that it doesn't make any difference what language they speak, what color their skin what sex, where they were born, what they do for a living, if they have Jesus in their heart, there's an immediate connection.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Have you ever noticed that? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then on the other hand, <laughs> if they don't have Jesus in their heart, it's like,
2: it's
0: like, are you, are you, are you getting this? And, and they honestly, they really don't. It's like there's a, an immediate connection. Go ahead.
6: But now ye seek to kill me, a man that hath told you the truth, which I have heard of God. This did not Abraham. Ye do the deeds of your father. Then said they to him, We be not born of fornication. We have one father, even God. Jesus said unto them, If God were your father, ye would love me, for I proceeded forth and come from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Why do ye, do ye not understand my speech, even because ye cannot hear my word? Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. And because I tell you the truth, ye believe me not. Which of you convinceth me of sin? And if I say the truth, why do ye not believe me? He that is of God heareth God's words. Ye therefore hear them not, because ye are not of God.
0: Can you imagine he's in the temple? Yeah. He's talking to the Pharisees, the Sadducees, (laughs) the rulers of... See, because in in America, it was supposed to be... How do I back up? Some countries, when they were formed, were secular and the secular ru- rule, some of them the church ruled, mm-hmm. like Israel, the, 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 the church ruled. In America, we decided to do a push. Now today, not so much of a push, it's mostly run by the secular. But what you saying, in this case, the Sadducees and Pharisees were the rulers of the kingdom. Now, they reported to the Romans, of course, but as far as they were concerned, they were the rulers of the Jews. And they had the authority to arrest him, to try him, and as we know, eventually crucified him. Yet, he is speaking truth right to them. They mm-hmm. can't arrest him, and he is rubbing gravel. He's running, rub, rubbing salt in the wound, as mm-hmm. they say, mm-hmm. And because they aren't about truth. They are, like he says, of the father of the devil. 48, go ahead.
6: Then answered the Or is there truth- another
0: comment? I'm sorry, I okay. keep... Moving along. Okay, go ahead.
6: Then answered the Jews and said unto him, Say we not well that thou art a Samaritan and hast a devil. Jesus answered, I have not a devil, but I honor my father, and ye do dishonor me. And I seek not mine own glory. There is one that seeketh and judgeth. Verily, verily, I say unto you, if a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. Then said the Jews unto him, Now we know that thou hast a devil, Abraham is dead, and the prophets, and thou sayest, If a man keep my sayings, he shall never taste of death. Art thou greater than our father Abraham, which is dead, and the prophets are dead? Whom makest thou thyself? Jesus answered, If I honor myself. My honor is nothing. It is my father that honoreth me, of whom ye say that he is your God. Yet ye have not known him, but I know him. And if I should say, I know him not, I shall be a liar (laughs) like unto you. But I know him and keep his saying. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. Wow.
0: He's saying some big stuff, Mm -hmm. man. Mm -hmm. Go ahead.
6: Then said the Jews unto him, Thou art not yet fifty years old, and hast seen and hast thou seen Abraham? Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily I say unto you, before Abraham was, I am. Then now why was
0: that important? Exactly those words. Because be, Right, now what about that?
5: That's what God says his name was. The right, remember? At the, at the book, right? That, exactly
0: right. Okay, remember Moses was and who should I tell him? that sent me when I go mm-hmm. to Pharaoh and to the the leaders of the children of Israel who do I tell them you are he said tell them I am mm-hmm. I am that I am has sent thee so if they caught it and apparently they didn't <laughs> I am he told them who I was Verily rarely I say unto you before Abraham was I am now why does it say verily verily twice there It all when it says verily rarely it says that it has a double meaning, has a deeper meaning. What's the different? Uh, the deeper meaning. Verily, rarely, rarely I say to you: Before Abraham was, I am.
3: He was there at the beginning. He's the beginning
0: and the end. Which is saying what? Stop. I am God. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Before Abraham was, I am. So he's saying: Before Abraham was, I existed. He came into a flesh and blood body, but he's part of the I am. He has no beginning, has no end. Mm-hmm. Okay? Go ahead. What verse?
6: Then took they up stones to cast at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them, and so passed by.
0: Okay, what happened there?
3: <coughs> he
0: left. Someone tell me, what happened at 59? Book of invisibility. So they took up stones to cast at him. In other words, they were going to stone him.
5: Mm-hmm. No. Where'd he go? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I thought I was what.
0: You know, it's been. I was thinking the other day. It's been my experience that God doesn't come to someone in most cases. There are exceptions. Mm-hmm. In most cases, he doesn't come to someone and give them a totally new direction. But once they've realized that, then he will speed them on their way. I remember, my, this would have been about 19, well, it would have been about 1985. I was teaching a class at our local church on Bible prophecy, went to the pastor, and asked if I could teach one. He said, yeah. Started out with two or three people, and a couple of months later, it had like 20 or 25 people in it. And I remember I taught on Revelation 18, and I specifically said, this has to be America. Then after I said that, it was a couple of weeks later that a lady walked up to me and handed me a tape and said, I believe you'll be interested in this. I can remember the very words. And I took it home, and it was the testimony of Dimitri Dudeman. Oh, wow. And I believe I didn't get the tape first that helped me to see that Revelation 18 was America. First I had to get the revelation. Then he sent the confirmation. Mm-hmm. And we want to think, okay, well, you know, if we invite someone to Bible study, if we invite somebody to church, They come and then they get saved. But sad to say, most of the time, the way it really happens is the Bible says that no one comes to the Father, but the Holy Spirit draws them. Mm -hmm. So first they have to be drawn. And right now, I think that the Holy Spirit is drawing sinners out there, speaking probably louder and harder to them than perhaps he's ever spoken to People in America, but they're just not. No, they keep saying no to the spirit. All right, let me give you an example. Have you ever had, all right, like, I don't know, I won't tell you the whole story. (laughs) Three or four weeks ago, maybe four, I was in the shower and the Lord spoke to my heart to call this person and give them a donation. so I did call him, give him the donation. Now at that moment I could have said, eh. But I didn't. And I think that's what they're doing out there. I think there are millions of Americans right now the Holy Spirit is speaking to about coming to church, about seeking him. If you seek me with all your heart, you'll find me.
2: Mm-hmm
0: but they simply aren't looking. Uh, they don't need Jesus. They don't need God. They don't need church. They don't need the Bible. They don't need none of that religious stuff. I'm doing just fine. I got myself a good job. got myself a good car. There's plenty of food, plenty of water. I mean, I don't need none of that stuff. Wrong. So God is about to get their attention. Now you would think, they say that there are no, fox, no, no atheists in foxholes. Mm-hmm. But that st- saying came from a generation that was raised in the King James Bible. My mom said that when she was going to school up in Gunnison, Colorado, <clears throat> had to think. She said, when I was going uh, growing up in school, that every, every summer they had a vacation Bible school. It was two weeks long, and all of the kids, every one of them, went to the public school where they had, they had milk and cookies and Kool-Aid, and everybody received Jesus. They were taught the Bible, mm-hmm. and there was 100% of them were all Christians. Wow. And the more they knew the Bible, the more popular they were. Hmm. The popular ones knew the Bible really, really well. Wow. <laughs> but that... No atheists in foxholes. I think that there's, we Christians, that's probably true, especially from a nation where you know they most. What what are the chances someone could be living in America and never heard of Jesus?
3: Probably
0: pretty slim. Yeah. So you would think that putting them into a lot of trouble would get them seeking Jesus, and it will. But the problem is, how much trouble does it take? And the answer is, I guess a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, they've got to see a lot of death and destruction, and so Jesus is saying, "Okay, whatever it takes."
7: Are we doing on the time? They, they've been programmed. They've been programmed by the media to be immune to a lot of the work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Right now, churches, Christianity, all have a bad reputation. They well, for with good reason. They look on TV, and they see these ministers begging for money. Yeah. They see that they're not walking the true walk. They're not they're not living what they teach. They see that. Um, I went on the Word Network, and I mean recently, you know, like I don't know, I just got off like the first the year. We we're on there for like six months. I can't even tell you how many thousands of dollars. We lost because <clears throat> I think, I'm, I'm, I'm not certain of these numbers, but I'm certain it's pretty close. I think we spent somewhere around $60,000, and I think after it was over, we had like $1,200 come back. Wow. And we were trying to discover why we weren't getting any response. We watched some of the programs before and after, and the the pastors, the ministers getting, I started pastor, maybe I should call them pastors, but the ministers getting on there. They weren't preaching and teaching the Word of God. It was all about send me a donation. If you send a donation, you are going to get blessed. You
5: get your
0: miracle. And your miracle. Yes, yes, yes. Chasing the and they really weren't, they weren't, teaching and preaching, the and of course, I understand why. They're saying, well, if I'm going to stay on here, this is what I have to do. Why? Because Christianity has a bad reputation, and people are not going to sit there and listen and just be beat upon to send a donation. So they turn the channel. And compared to when you've got 160 channels, I don't know, there's probably more channels out there than that. Now with the internet, it's endless. So, the gospel, in their mind, is just not good enough anymore.
7: Mm-hmm. Well, they're it's also just not seeing enough. the consequences, because, you know, there's a ton of murder and death and destruction on mm-hmm. TV, endless, and children watch it, like it's not, a, yeah. children don't even care. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you were teleported into this, this temperature, this setting of what the culture is and what's going on, and you came from a different society... You'd be horrified to even see one murder occur on TV, mm-hmm, yeah. and you, your heart would be broken for days. Um, but it's really just the attitude and the temperature, and people are not seeing what the consequences are of eternal life, that your soul is eternal, that you are spirit and soul and made eternal. So they don't yeah. see, they see a murder, and, and somebody, guy drops dead, it's a video game, and then on to the next, and on to the next. Mm-hmm. They don't see the eternal result, they're not shown, the narrative of the actual truth of what happens that you reap what you sow and the consequences and they don't see how this is affecting their lives.
0: Okay, let me ask you a question. The Bible says they overcame by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they're loving out their lives unto the death. Now what does that mean? They overcame by the blood of the Lamb. In other words, they'd accepted Jesus. Mm -hmm. And the word of his testimony, that means that someone says, have you really accepted Jesus? You can say, oh yeah, we'll really prove it. And we've got a testimony. Overcame by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of his testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. Meaning that Jesus in our lives is number one, and we, you can't knock us off of that. You can kill us, you can torture us, but we're not going to deny Jesus. Like for example... And I'm I'm not asking any of the four of you specifically, but I'm I'm going to guess that I want to be able to get the sentence out before there's someone ready to answer. And that is, why are you here at this Bible study? Why are you here at the Spirit of Prophecy Church? Why did you receive Jesus?
7: Because he told us. Well, yeah, I
3: mean, he spoke to
0: us. He yeah. called. He drew us. He yeah. called us. From the no. time I was a child, he's pursued me. There's a story there. Well, I mean, you know, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Say I, that again. Well,
3: um, I, I can remember my earliest memories um, just being pursued. I mean, Jesus. What was your
0: earliest with? memory?
3: Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. Just Let like me tell you mine, and okay. maybe it'll spur us. Okay, so. yeah, that
0: might. I, yes, I got saved when I was nine years old For on a Wednesday night. All of a sudden, God pulled back the curtains. I saw I was a sinner. But I'm not talking about that. I remember, I, I I don't think I was in school yet. I certainly wasn't in kindergarten, didn't go to kindergarten. I'm going to say I was like three or four at the top, five five years old. I could take you to the very spot in the carpet where I was sitting. On a Sunday morning, Parker Heights Christian Church, Odessa, Texas. And we were singing, Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus. And I was singing that. And I, I got a connection with God right there, that he loved me and then he saved me. And I was four or five years old. Mm -hmm. Is that kind of the deal you're talking about?
3: Yeah, you know, just, um, we grew up going to church. We were going to a Lutheran church. and um, But just through the Sunday school, I was always in church every Sunday. You know, we got dressed up. We went to church um, singing the hymns. um, And I think my parents started to, I in when we got confirmed, so when I was about 13, we had to take notes on the sermon and turn them in and things like that. And I just I took it seriously and I did a really good job. And and then it, when it when it dawned on me that like the, it was good stuff, like some of the, you know some of the things, it's like whoa, this really means something, you know. And I just I was hungry, and so it was always kind of there. Um, of course, you know, through high school and college and stuff, you kind of fall away a little bit, but na- but I never did completely. It was always, he was always there, and I never denied my faith, and um, I, expl- you know, wanted to explore and learn more, just always hungry for more.
0: He pursued you. Mm-hmm. Is there another comment or?
3: I would say I I,
6: I feel very <clears throat> similar, that God has always called me, and I felt within my own family.
0: A little closer, please.
6: Within my own family, I have always been the different one, the, the black the swan, one. the ugly duckly, the, yeah, yes, yeah. the Christian one. Yeah. Um, my earliest memory of me praying, and I don't—I don't even think I was saved at the time when I was very young. Maybe, gosh, middle, maybe even elementary. I don't know. But I was driving in the car, and my mom had been drinking a little bit too much. It's a terrible story. <laughs> and I was afraid. I was afraid. And so I remember praying the whole way home, the whole way home. Um, but we eventually we we got there safely, soundly. Um, and I never ever stopped believing in Jesus. And I think after that, he only drew me more and more. And as I got into middle school and high school and college, I was the only one in my family waking up on Sunday mornings going to church. <laughs> I would let everybody know, hey, I'm going. This is the time we're leaving. I'll give you one wake up call, and then that's it. I'm out. So I would go with or without them. And most of the time, it was without them.
2: Hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow.
6: Yep. So doing? here I am. <laughs> yeah, Can you amazing?
7: fly in here. To- she flies in here. She flies literally. in, in
0: okay. and she. you got
4: one. Step over here so they can see you. Yep. yep. <laughs> Our producer Doug. So I was actually delving uh, and testing out Black Magic mm-hmm. when I, um, when I never knew it, but my best friend, literally my best friend, was an evangelist. I started to talk to him about it, and he said, hey, "Do you know Jesus?" Mm-hmm. I was like. No, but I want to <laughs> Let, I, my mind was like literally just made up. It, it was like totally, and I accepted Jesus that day, <laughs> so it was yeah, and you know as you talk about God following, mm. I moved to another state, and what happens is is next door to where we moved into at least for the for the moment, I met my pastor, <laughs> he lived next door to my grandfather. <laughs> Those
0: early things that happen yes. are, like, really important. Okay, uh, <clears throat> how are we doing on time? All right, let's go. Someone else want to read? <clears throat> Chapter 9.
7: Jesus gives sight to a blind man. And as Jesus passed by, he saw that a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, Who did sin, that this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither has this man sinned, nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him.
0: Okay, that's a really, really big story in the Bible. Yeah. Somebody want to explain it? Okay. Mike? 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 (laughs) Mike?
5: First of all, what's interesting is the disciples knew about generational curses. So they're talking about it. And Jesus does not correct them and say, oh, no, 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 that's not true. There aren't generational curses. He doesn't correct them. So they're actually making an accurate statement. What happened that this generational curse fell on this man? Um, And he said, no, uh, not the man nor his parents. But um, this man was born blind so that basically I could do a miracle to get people to believe, right? so
0: but in in the direct indirectly it's also saying that sometimes people are born blind because they or their parents did sin Mm
2: -hmm.
0: yeah right okay but in this case it's and of course let's go ahead read it now
7: i must work the works of him that sent me while it is day the night cometh when no man can work
0: okay what's that saying What is it saying when it says the night cometh when no man can work?
7: There's going to be a time we can't openly serve God and, and do the things of the Lord. Yes.
0: Gonna... Yes. There, there, There's a famine coming in the land, not a famine of, of food, but <laughs> there is a famine of food coming, But, uh, but also famine of hearing the word of God. But in my opinion, when is it that no man can work well <clears throat> one of those fulfillments would be when the antichrist is in control and he's literally shut down everything and people can't work but then we also know that in the fifth vial that the sun goes out i mean it totally it comes because black is sackcloth of hair it's not even a glow in the sun in the in the, the heavens anymore black as sackcloth of hair And that happens three days before Jesus returns. And so there is a a time coming. Then several of the the prophecies out there also talk about three days of darkness. And the, the Bible doesn't talk about that specifically returning. But we do know that the two witnesses... They shall, uh, powers given to him over the, the heavens that it, that it rain not in the days of the prophecy, and they have all power to smite the earth with as many plagues as often as they will. So, we know that the plagues of Moses' day are going to return, and it may be that one of those is a time where that darkness and the days of Moses returned. In those days, they it was so dark, it was a darkness they could feel, they couldn't even get out of bed. They couldn't see the hand in front of them. Try to imagine that for three days. But over in Goshen, where the children of Israel were, they had light. No problem. So, time is coming when no man can work. Wow. Okay, go ahead.
7: As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had thus spoken, he sprout on the ground and made clay of the spittle. Okay,
0: hang on before we go into that one. What does that mean? He's the light of the world. When the sun goes out in the fifth vial, it never relights. There's another place in Isaiah, I just ran across, I want to say it's Isaiah 34, where it says the sun, the moon, and the stars dissolve. I never realized that till just recently. They dissolve. In other words, in eternity, we will be able to look up, and there won't be a sun, the moon. There's not going to be anything hanging up there because literally when the the, 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 the morning star, the light from Jesus, the breath of his nostrils, he branded his sword as it hits the earth. Everything is a glow from then on. And he is light and in him there is no darkness. I believe that once that morning star hits the earth and after it's destroyed the sinners and all of that, all happens in a moment, twinkling of an eye at the last trump. But I think you won't be able to find darkness any place on the earth. His light goes through everything. It goes to the center of the earth. It means that you could walk over to a cabinet and you could open it up and you, you can't find darkness any place.
2: So
0: there's, there's, no there's there right, there's no <laughs> shadows on anything, any place. Because his light is everywhere. Everything glows. The grass glow, the trees glow. There is his light because in him there is no darkness. The Isn't earth, that amazing?
7: The earth is filled with his glory. His
0: glory, as the waters cover the sea, mm-hmm. as the Bible says. So when it says He is the light of the world, what you, were talking about Isaiah, ah! you mean? I read the Bible. Good job. <laughs> 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 ah. <laughs> stranger things. Okay, go ahead. And he what ignited- verse?
7: Uh, six and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay and said unto him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is by interpretation sent. He went. Uh, he went his way therefore and washed and came seeing.
0: Now what happened? He told him go wash in the pool of Siloam. Okay, so he went and watched and he could see. But what's the, what's the lesson behind it? O-
3: obedience.
0: Yes. He could have just said. Be healed. Mm-hmm. Or it could have said, you know, stand on your head.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay.
0: Be healed. Mm-hmm. Go something. give a gift to the, the offering, mm-hmm. you know, and be healed. But in this case, go wash in the pool of Siloam. Now, the pool of Siloam actually was not very clean, and I've been there today. As a matter of fact, we, when we were there, we're, there was a woman that had had her toe cut off. When she was a child, she got it caught in a lawnmower, and so we said, "We're going to pray for this." Well, the toe didn't come back—not yet. But <laughs> so it was to see his obedience, obedience. Now, why did he put the clay in his eyes?
5: Because he created us from clay.
0: You're close. Keep going in that direction. And to Someone the flesh in, it right? He was literally, making it, making yes, he literally turned that clay into flesh. Because cool. apparently he had no eye in the socket. <laughs> yeah. So he just reached down and took. Isn't that amazing? Think yes. about that.
1: He just cool. reached down and made a little yeah. spitball. You know, a little, here we go. Awesome. There's this little this
0: clod, this little round clod, and just put it in his eye. It, it turned, but that's what we're made of, right?
2: Like <laughs> Light bee. <beam. laughs>
0: So since he, I mean, right there, it proves he's God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome. He made okay. an eyeball <laughs> in the socket when there was none. And you're yeah. questioning whether this guy's God? Yeah. Do you have a brain at all?
1: Go ahead.
7: The neighbors, therefore, and they which had.
1: See what you need to be at a Bible study. Yes.
7: <laughs> if
1: you've been reading that at home, you just read right on by yeah. it, right?
7: Exactly. Yeah. True. Okay, go ahead. The neighbors therefore and they which before had seen him that he was blind said, Is not this he that sat and begged? Some said, This is he. Others said, He is like him. But he said, I am he. Therefore said they unto him, How were thine eyes opened? He answered and said, A man that is called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes and said unto me, Go to the pool of Siloam and wash. And I went and washed and I received sight.
0: Okay, and why did he wash? Obedience, yes. But could it also be that he was washing part of that clay away that was not going to be turned into flesh, the flesh of his eyeball? Sure. Go ahead.
7: Then they said unto him, Where is he? He said, I know not. They brought to the Pharisees him that aforetime was blind. And it was the Sabbath day when Jesus made the clay and opened his eyes. Then again the Pharisees also asked him how he had received his sight. He said unto them, He put clay upon mine eyes, and I washed, and do see. Therefore said some of the Pharisees, This man is not of God, because he keepeth not the Sabbath day. Others said, How can a man that is a sinner do such miracles? And there was a division among them. They say unto the blind man again, What sayest thou of him that he has opened your eyes? He said, He is a prophet. Okay,
0: hang on. I think it's funny that a blind man can see he's a prophet. But the men and women of God Mm-mm. couldn't see he was a prophet.
5: Mm-hmm. They
2: sight. Yeah. There's the whole yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. First, right?
0: <laughs> so the blind can <laughs> see, yeah. but he, the, the, those that could see <laughs> were blind. <laughs> now, let we'll see, what was the other point I was going to make? Um, oh, Sabbath day. Yeah. See, he said, I am Lord of the <laughs> Sabbath. <laughs> I made the heavens and the things that therein are and the earth and the things that therein are, and the sea and the things that are therein. The Sabbath was not made for me. I made the Sabbath for you. So it was another way he was saying, if you'll just pay attention, I'm telling you all over the place, I am God. I am. How many people can make a spit wad, put a guy's eye, and an eyeball appears? (laughs) And I think he did it specifically on the Sabbath so that they would realize, no, 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 I don't keep your laws. I am your laws. I am the word of God. See? But I didn't see it. Okay, keep going.
7: But the Jews did not believe concerning him that he had been blind and received his sight until they called the parents of him that had received his sight. And they asked them, saying, Is this your son?
0: I'm trying to see the time. Go ahead. I'm who sorry. you
7: say was born blind? How then do, does he now see? His parents answered them and said, <coughs> We know that this is our son and that he was born blind. But by what means he now seeth, we know not. Or hath ha, or who hath opened his eyes, we know not. He is of age, ask him, he shall speak himself for himself. These words spake his parents because they feared the Jews. For the Jews had agreed already that if any man did confess that he was Christ, he should be put out of the synagogue. Therefore said his parents, he is of age, ask him. Then again called they the man that was blind and said unto him, Give God the praise, we know that this man is a sinner. He answered and said, Neither he be a sinner or no, I know not. One thing I know, that whereas I was blind, now I see. Then said they unto him again, What did he to thee how open he thine eyes he answered them i told you already and you didn't you did not hear wherefore would you hear it again will you also be his disciples they reviled him and said thou art his disciple but we are moses's disciple we know that god made into moses uh, i'm sorry we, we know that god spoke unto moses as for his fellow we know not from whence he is
0: okay who did more miracles moses or jesus Jesus. Well, I would say Moses did bigger miracles. I mean, you know, he, he took them through yeah, the Red Sea and yeah, yeah and fed them out of I thin mean, air for 40 years.
7: Yeah. Well, yeah. They said you couldn't even put in all the books everything that Jesus yeah. did.
0: Moses spoke of Jesus. If, if they were just listening to what he said, and try to imagine this, these are evil men that are ruling the people, and it seems like the devil always seems to get his people In the very top places, Mm -hmm. you know. Really? (laughs) Yes. I'm shocked. Nothing new. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing new under the sun. The devil gets his people into the top places, so these people were ruling the Jews. They were the Sadducees and Pharisees. And probably on a pretty regular basis, probably about every other day or so, every other week or so, here's a different person walking in, and they've heard of a miracle. They're walking in giving a gift that Moses commanded. Why are you giving a gift? Why are all ten of you here giving a gift? Well, we were blind and now we see. Or now we had leprosy and now we're cleansed. And, you know, he was lame and now he walks. And all of these testimonies kept coming to them. And instead of them seeking God, praising God for it, going out and seeking him and saying, let us learn from you. Instead, it was jealousy. I want to be in charge. I want to be the big man. And so they wouldn't receive it. And they were jealous of him yeah. because the people were following him.
7: Yeah, yeah.
0: That's what's really going on. What verse?
7: 31. Now we know Mm -hmm. that God heareth not sinners, but if any man be a worshiper of God and doeth his will, him he heareth. Since the world began, was it not heard that any man opened the eyes of one that was born blind? But if this man were not of God, he could do nothing. Bingo. Go ahead. They answered and said unto him, Thou wast altogether born uh, in sins, and dost thou teach us? And they cast him out. Jesus heard that they had cast him out, and when they had found him, he said unto them, Dost thou believe on the Son of God? He answered and said, Who is, is he, Lord, that I might believe on him? And Jesus said unto him, Thou hast both seen him, and it is he that talketh with thee. And he said, Lord, I believe. And he worshiped him.
0: Are we going to see the blind man in heaven? Yeah.
7: Oh, yeah.
0: Probably will.
7: Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And Jesus said, For judgment I am come into this world. That they which see see not might see, and they which see might be made blind.
1: That's what
0: we're talking about. In other words, the people that could see were blind. They couldn't see that Jesus was the the prophet, the the Son of God. And yet the blind man got saved. Lord, I believe. The blind see, and the see are blind. (laughs) Go ahead.
7: And some of the Pharisees which were with him heard these words and said unto him, are we blind yes. also? Yes, you
1: are. <laughs> <laughs>
7: Jesus said unto them, If you were blind, you sh- you should have no sin. But now you say we see, therefore your sin remaineth.
2: <sighs>
0: okay. So what do we get out of the Bible study tonight? Was it a good Bible study? Oh yeah.
7: yeah. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: What do we get out of the Bible study? I
2: like to
6: play eyeballs. I just have never <laughs> I just yeah. never imagined that
5: in my, in my mind.
0: <laughs> Clay eyeballs. Someone else, what'd you get?
5: Obedience. Yes. Obedience to receive blessing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Someone else?
3: Yeah, um, I just think it was, it's really, I like it how Jesus spoke to them. I mean, he was so bold. He, you know, Jesus wasn't afraid to speak the truth to those that didn't want to hear it and that were there that they wanted to kill him. He knew it. And he was just so bold and, you know, said, didn't mince words, said who he was um, to people that ha- basically hated him and wanted him dead. I and mean, I think that's pretty cool.
0: Well, people think that Christians are weak. Jesus wasn't weak. I mean, he was in their face. He was speaking truth. And their pride, if they just humbled themselves and realized, okay, maybe we're not the greatest. Maybe we're not really in charge here. Maybe God really has said it's a prophet. Maybe this really is the Christ that we're looking for to come. But they weren't looking for a Christ. They were looking to be in charge. They wanted to be the rulers.
5: I liked how you made the comparison with um, striking s- striking the stone and speaking to it. Yeah. That I've never put together with that, um, the adulterous woman. Yeah, when we repeat?
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, well, li- go ahead. Yeah,
5: I like the story about the um, the comparison of Moses striking the rock
0: versus speaking versus to rock.
5: speaking to the rock, and how that Jesus, um, you know, the punishment for sin was you know very harsh in the Old Testament, and now we have Jesus's forgiveness, which is like speaking to the rock and yeah. lack of condemnation. So that parallel. I've never so
0: seen. we read three. seven, eight, nine, three chapters. Mm-hmm. Three chapters in the Bible. Now, this way, it takes a while to get through the Bible. But when you get through the Bible, you've you've got it. That is, until you forget it. So then it's time to start reading the Bible again. (laughs) Which is why the Bible studies, I mean, you know, Okay, Stan, are you saying you don't know? You know, I don't know. I've been doing Bible studies since, I think it was like 19, it might have been 1986, 1986 eighty seven. For the most part, we take off during the summer, but, and I've read all of this, but you still got to read it again.
3: And something new always comes.
0: Yeah, I, I tell you, I, you know, from a lot of these times from the, the Bible study, I'm driving home or that night in my prayer closet, I just say, Lord, I just want to say that I know and that you know that I didn't have all of those revelations until you gave them to me that very night of the Bible study yeah. because we're always learning more. It's deep. It's deep, It's endless. And like right now, you you feel a love in your heart. You know you're supposed to be here. You know this was a good thing for you to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's scary sometimes when you look out and it's raining cats and dogs. And they're saying, well, it's supposed to be, <laughs> be hail.
2: Yeah.
0: Leslie said, you going? I said, yeah, I'm going. Everything will be okay. It was okay. Yeah. <laughs> not a problem. I, I, I did pray
3: that it would not hit us.
0: <laughs> did you? Yeah. Yep. 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 So I did I we.
5: About,
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Because he's given us power over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing by any means shall hurt us. But if we don't know the word, if we don't know who wrote the word, and that that we don't have it, then then there's a question. There's a doubt. But reading the word gets it in us. It's good. It's good to do it. Okay, so what do you want to say to the people? By the way, like about 1,500 people watch this each week. Oh,
5: wow. cool. yeah.
0: I was looking. Yeah. And that's not just on YouTube. I mean, because we're not just on YouTube. We're on Facebook and we're on the Prophecy Club. We're on an app and you know and I didn't even look at all the the platforms but I know it's it was at least fifteen hundred people we've only this what the third time we've only been back yeah. to doing the Bible study so a lot of people are getting it so is there anything you want to say to him
7: yes Yes. <laughs> okay. every time I am here in this Bible study um it is so phenomenal God always gives me so many things that he doesn't even talk about and that's why I'm always writing in here. Um, but I do want to say to all of you um, it, that you're not alone. Um, even Jesus, he said, if yet, if I judge, my judgment is true for I am not alone, but I am the father that sent me and God is always with you. Even if you're not here in this Bible study, physically, you are still a part of us. You are a part of our group. Um, no matter what challenges you're facing, God is going to give you the strength and the boldness and equip you with his word to speak, and to declare not your own glory, but the glory of God. And don't take any hate that you get or uh, any punishment from other people personally, um, because the world cannot hate you, but it hates it hates Jesus. Verse 7, 7-7, um, seven, seven, the world cannot hate you, but it hateth me, because I testify of it that the works there are, are evil. And so um, I just want to encourage you to continue to go deeper into that river of God and to get the life that he has for you um, because it really is a blessing to his kingdom.
0: Okay, let's pray. And I want to pray a blessing for everybody in the Bible study. Lord, thank you for your word and thank you for this Bible study and thank you for opening the scriptures to us, showing us the deep and secret things and also sending people through the internet to be a part of our Bible study. And Lord, I pray a blessing on everyone either now or in the future that's watching this that you would also open their eyes and their heart to be able to know and understand your scriptures and you because you are the word of God. And we ask that we would all meet in heaven to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant, enter into the joy of the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you want to join the Spirit of Prophecy Church, and you might be saying, yeah, well, I mean, I live in another country or another part of the... Can I join? Yes, you can. Why join? Well, because I think before the Lord, you're saying, I I agree that we need to be reading and studying the King James Bible on a regular basis. I agree that we need to be doing our best to try to live it and to walk It doesn't mean we're perfect. But it does mean that we try to be. We make mistakes. But we try to get back on that path as quickly as possible. So before Jesus, I would recommend that you either go to Spirit of Prophecy Church or prophecyclub.com and there's a place where you become a member. and Just click on that. Fill out a little thing and just kind of say before God, you know, put me with this group not with the world and the things of the world that do so easily beset, but identify here. So, thank you for watching. Thank you, ladies, for coming. Hopefully it was well worth your time.